Pubcast. If you're not listening to Pubcast, the terrorists are winning. That's what Jay Moore says. Welcome to the Pubcast with Rendon O'Neill. Sit down and enjoy a pint. There's a county map to go with the wall of her. Let's stick in the shinty bowl to brick the brack the crack and all. Let's call it an Irish pub. Welcome to episode 41 of the Pubcast. This week, Mike and Tim join me for a quick discussion about the new show on HBO called uh, Westworld. This was recorded before the third episode aired, so we talked about the first two episodes and uh, eh, some of the things we like and dislike and our hopes for the uh, series. It's a quick little episode. Uh, We don't have a lot of time these days because people are tied up with a certain uh, Chicago baseball team and their playoff run and all that. So time is short, and we thought this episode about Westworld was uh, interesting and something we want to keep tabs on for the rest of the uh, year. So hopefully you guys are watching the show as well and can participate in the podcast in the future or uh, give us comments or suggestions on what we should talk about. Slancha. So, Westworld. HBO's new big-budget uh, replacement for... Uh, vinyl, Boardwalk Empire, uh, even a successor to Game of Thrones, or it—it—they're positioning it that way at least. Yes, um, seems to be. I heard I've seen two different reports that it either cost fifty-five million for this season or a hundred million. Either way, it's expensive. Whoa! So they're they're putting a lot into it, and they've actually also. Uh, They've sketched out um, a full five seasons, including the finale, already. Really? Yeah, oh, that I, didn't I did not. That. So now, it, will they get there? Who knows? But uh, they're 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 putting all their marbles into this this big show. Well, so, I'm sure they had uh, five seasons of uh, Bobby Cannavale and uh, vinyl planned out too. I know. I know. Yeah. That didn't work out so well. That went nowhere fast. So, for those listening who are not familiar with this uh, uh, this work of art we're calling Westworld, uh, it's based on the book by Michael Crichton all those many years ago, uh, and also the 1973 movie inspired by the book um, that was starring Yul Brynner. I think he was the big name in it. Um, James Brolin. And James Brolin, right. Um, so it's an, basically it's an old West theme amusement park populated by androids. Um, and they're designed to fulfill the fantasies of the real world people who buy money uh, or or spend money to go spend a day, a week or whatever, uh, at this theme park. Um, the way I've couched it, and I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm breaking a new ground here, but, uh, it's sort of a cross between Jurassic Park and Ex Machina, right? Yeah. I mean, it's and I, I would, I would throw in a little bit of uh, um, Wild Wild West. Yeah, <laughs> and sprinkle in a little bit of Groundhog Day, right? Because they seem yeah. to be living the same the same narrative over and over. I feel like as I'm watching this, just I mean, I don't want to dive get too far ahead, but I feel like as yeah. I'm watching it, I feel like I know what's going to happen, but I don't know what's going to happen, right? 
because I feel like I've seen this before, but I'm not quite feeling it in that respect. But yeah, I mean, it's the, interesting. The themes are are in your face. There's nothing subtle about it. You, it's not that hard to, to to decipher. But uh, how they get there is going to be interesting. So definitely. The essentially they are selling escapism. Um, like the other comparison I made to Allison was that, uh, it's like the 1980s show fantasy Island. Yes. Yeah. People show up, um, they want this, uh, this adventure life, you know, there's something new, something different they can't do in the real life. And this place is built to fulfill those fantasies. Uh, particularly in this case, extreme violence, uh, sexual acting out sexual fantasies um with zero consequences because you're not dealing with real people for the most part you're dealing with robots uh and actually you can't i mean they're selling it that you can't get hurt either right right uh all the weapons are designed supposedly not to uh be able to hurt real people it only hurts the androids you know the guns i don't know how that's going to work with knives i don't know i mean how is that possible um, with all these zero consequences, it's kind of like Grand Theft Auto or those fairly violent video games where you tear people out of cars and shoot them in the face and you're punching hookers and it's it's out of control. Yes. And so this sort of is the, the I don't know, the HBO show version of that. Mm. Um, oh, no. So this stars... I don't know. It's a star-studded cast, right? Evan yes. Rachel Wood as Dolores Abernethy, uh, Jeffrey Wright, Ed Harris as the Man in Black, who does not have a name yet, as far as we know. Right. Um, James Marsden is a a robot. Teddy Flood. Uh, oh, Jeffrey Wright is Bernard Lowe. He's one of the programmer guys. Uh, Tandy Newton is. The Madame, Madame, uh, Maeve Millet, uh, she runs the brothel. And uh, Anthony Hopkins. So Anthony Hopkins, is he's like the godfather of this place, the the creator of, of this this world. Who was the guy in Jurassic Park? What was his name? What's the... Um... That was... Uh, Richard, Richard, Richard Attenborough. Attenborough, right. Same type yeah. of guy. Same type of guy. Um, I don't know if this if he was a millionaire, you know, a billionaire beforehand or not, but uh, he's he's behind this whole place. Now his name is Doctor Robert Ford. Robert Ford is the name of the cowboy who killed Jesse James way back when. Mm. Wow! So I'm sure there's a little bit of I don't know foreshadowing or or you know. Uh, Symbolism, or... symbolism there that'll come out uh, soon. So that could be interesting. So let's jump into episode one. Uh, we're not going to go blow by blow, but in broad strokes, we had this world. Whoa! What was that? What was what was that? <laughs> Trotter's got a dog whistle. That's right. So we have this world. Uh, people show up. Uh, they're they're buying their their way in, and they experience th- this pre written narrative. Um, with all these uh, uh, androids. Um, and it's basically, it's brothels and taverns and treasure hunts and adventures and posses and bad guys and 
It's the Old West. Um, but they have this narrative loop where the androids, at the end of it, and is it a day, is it a, a few days? I'm not clear on that. But the androids' memories are wiped or reset at the end of each narrative, right? Correct. Yes. I don't think it's at the end of each day, but at the end of each session. Right, yeah. yeah. Early on, we don't. it's not clear how long a session is. You know, is it a week? Is it, you know, how long do you stay and what, what happens? But whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So they, the androids don't remember anything. But Dr. Ford, Anthony Hopkins, apparently is tweaking the code constantly, you know, dialing in this, changing that, you know, manipulating things behind the scenes to f- improve the quality of the, the robots, of the androids, you know, improve the experience. But his tweaking of the code is resulting in glitches and uh, the androids are accessing some of the uh, traumatic memories uh, they had in previous, you know, narratives, previous uh iterations of Westworld and this is causing problems with, with everything. I mean the the robots are acting up and they gotta decommission them and fix them and it's kind of fucking everything up. Yep. Um, and then we have Ed Harris uh, the man in black. He's walking around this place like he's and apparently has been there for years and years and, and keeps going back. I'm not sure I don't know what you guys think does he just keep buying his way in and goes back often, or is he? Did like he just a pay a resident. shitload of money and just lives there? Yeah, I don't think that's been clarified yet. I mean, he it, it's, it certainly seems like he's always there, but we haven't seen. I think that's to be determined if he actually leaves mm-hmm. on the train and comes back, or if he if we will later learn that he has, you know, <laughs> his own place to live in Westworld. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, the main character in the first episode is Evan Rachel Woods, Dolores. Uh, she's glitching out a little bit. At the end, her dad is glitching out uh, and has these memories and is kind of questioning his uh, his existence, his, his world. Um, but the man in black, he just walks around, apparently, and just wipes out androids left and right just is on a killing spree to find something or to get something or to learn something right yes so the first episode is basically just all set up totally yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now the second episode mike you this will be a little bit of catch up for you but it, it's, yes. it's not that far of a, a leap the second episode we go through and um well, I think uh, the second episode sort of sets up how we're going to see this um, series. You're going to follow a person or, or a group of a small group of people into this world, and you're going to experience it as they experience it. You're going to see you're going to see this, their sort of fantasies and what is what people use this world for, and you're going to you're going to live Westworld through their eyes, but also, as that happens, each episode will be a piece toward a larger season-long narrative or series-long narrative, right? 
Correct. It's not a self-contained story in each episode like Fantasy no. Island was. Although I would no, like I think a, this... We could use a little bit of uh, uh, Ricardo Montalban in this one. It'd be nice. Even the midget would be nice to have. <laughs> Tattoo. That's Tattoo. Tattoo. <laughs> but I also think, Brendan, that we're not only going to realize what Westworld is all about through those characters, you know, those guests, but also through these androids, if mm-hmm. even if not even more so, just from the first, from the first, in, from the first two installments. I mean, I know they're introducing a few new newcomers in yeah. the second in the second one, but I think we're going to learn even more through those four main android characters, being oh, yeah. um, you know James Marston's character and and Tandy Newton's character yeah. and. Evan Rachel, Evan Rachel Wood's character. Those seem to be the three at this point, the three primary androids. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And uh, so, what's his name? I had it written down. The uh, dad, Dolores's dad, Peter Abernathy. Peter Abernathy. Yeah. So he's questioning the nature of the world, and he's glitching out to the point where he's presenting problems, and they have to decommission him and they show this room of these sort of semi-turned-off androids just standing in this room, which is fairly creepy. Very, very creepy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he starts glitching out after he sees a picture. Sees a picture and he starts... Ha- and what we're seeing is that this glitch appears to... Uh, uh, it manifests itself in these memories of previous iterations of Westworld where... You know, Tandy Newton's character is flashing back to being scalped by natives. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, all kinds uh, – Abernathy's are, you know, remembering different things in, in, the, in their previous lives that don't make sense in their current life. And so Tandy Newton's character ends up, I don't know, spontaneously waking up out of sleep mode while she's being – she's in the shop for repairs and they have her – her guts wide open and uh she's ha like she it's it's disturbing to say the least but uh she's all bloody running down the hall not knowing what's happening because she woke up in this modern world from the old west basically naked yeah well that's a that's a plus but there's a lot of that in the first episode too yeah I, but i it seems like that got triggered in Tandy Newton's character once Dolores Abernathy whispered something in her ear, something about, I don't know, it was something about violence yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. So, path catches up to you. That's what triggered this. That's what I'm thinking. From, Tan, from May, I guess we, her name's Maeve. Maeve, yeah. In, in Maeve's psyche that brought her back to a previous iteration that she should not be remembering, but she is. So that's the kicker is. It's like the the code that's being tweaked by Dr. Ford um, is like a virus, and it's being spread, maybe, by these little whispers and conversations that these um, androids are having, and it's, it's fucking them up. Yes. But, so I read this somewhere, and I, it kind of makes sense. It's, again, it's not, you know, super secret. It appears that all of this was kind of in – it might be a grand plan of Dr. Ford that he's been sort of 
working on this for years and years or decades and planting these codes or changing things or working toward this this final end game here. Um, and it's, it's an ending that like only he knows, but he's touching, he's moving the pieces in place for something to happen. Right. Yes. And I think that's what ties back to the man in black, right. because he's, he's on this quest to find out what Westworld is all about. And he's, He's, you know, scalping Indians and he's killing people to learn more about what we now have been told is called the maze. Right. And, you know, every, you know, the, the, the creators of Westworld know that obviously know that this is going on. So there has to be something, well, there's many things, but obviously there's, there's, there's something bigger that either, well, most likely Dr. Ford is aware of that. Um, you know, he's allowing this man in black character to pursue. Yeah. And, and, and somehow, like somehow he, the man in black found that there is this secret game or the secret maze. Uh, and he scalps a guy and finds, you know, a literal maze drawn on the inside of this guy's scalp. Uh, somehow he knows he's, he's behind the curtain somehow he knows what's happening and, and he knows he needs, he wants to get there. He just doesn't know how to get there, and he's trying to figure it out. That's a weird. But the other, but the other and, and on the other, on, on the other side of the coin is the, you know, the the creators of Westworld are, you know, are 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 creating this, are planting this for him. Yeah, and they're, yeah, you know? they're they're facilitating him finding out, right? Yes, certainly. Hmm. Well, I mean, the whole glitch thing—it it was prominent early on in the first episode, mm-hmm. right? Like when uh, when they had the hooker and they were and she kept rubbing her lip. Yeah, and that's really the tee up for all of this going sideways. Yeah, it's not- like he he planted a you know a virus and he's or I mean call it a virus, but a something to uh, be distributed yeah. throughout the population of androids to some sort of end game or ending or or evolution, and it's it's starting to work its way through these uh, these characters. It's, it's it's weird. It's I like weird. it. Um, Man in Black, he is ultra ruthless, but seems like bored by these gunfights because he knows he can't be killed by these androids. He just mows them down left and right with these guns. He's he's insane, but like, how insane is he? He's just he's just playing the game with these these robots. I don't know. Uh, yeah. One thing I did wa- like at the beginning when. The new crop of of two guys uh, comes in, and they're one guy has been there before, and the other guy is learning the ropes on how to how to enter Westworld and how to dress and how to you know how to react. And he's talking to one of the helpers, the concierge or whatever, um, host host, and he asks her uh, if she's real, and she says something like. If you can't tell, does it matter? And that's sort of an interesting thing that obviously this is going to be exploring more is that what's real, what's not, what's human, what's Android, where are the lines and how how does that affect your actions and what would you do if you knew it was a person or not and all of that stuff is coming up uh quickly in this series. Pretty quickly, yeah. And that and that gentleman was uh from House of Cards. Oh yeah, right. 
I forget his Which name. Which is but... on my to-do list, by the way. Oh. I know, I know. We'll, we'll get God. to that later. Wow, that's sweet. So toward the end of the, of the second episode, uh, I mean, Maeve does her glitch thing, and it's bloody, and it's naked, and it's it's insane. Uh, but then Del- toward the end, Dolores, we see some of her glitches, and at the end, she walks out to... Uh, a dirt patch from her house and she starts digging in the dirt and she finds a gun in the dirt, you know, in the darkness. Is that, you know, was that a part of a glitch? I assume. Uh, Is she finding, is that a real gun that can kill real people instead of just androids? Is that for her to use to kill the man in black? Is that, for her to use to kill somebody else or for someone else to use to kill the man in black. There's a lot of questions yeah. going on at the end of this episode. And I guess I thought it, it was something from an earlier, one of her earlier lives. I didn't think it was from her current Could, story. So that's what I'm wondering. Is, is it planted from a, or is it an accidental burial from a previous life or was it purposeful? Because they did, they did say that although she appears to be one of the younger characters, she's the oldest android right. within the within Westworld. She's been around the longest. And then uh, uh, Jeffrey Wright seems to think, or uh, he's hinting that she is special in some way. Like her code is different, or her wiring is different in some way. Yeah, it's it's intriguing. It's very it's there's a <laughs> it there's a lot of layers to this show. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. I think we all gotta stay tuned. And for those of you not watching it, I suggest you watch it. Um, I mean, it's a little you got to get past the geeky sci-fi part of it. But uh, once you get beyond that, there's a lot of there's a lot of twists and turns story-wise going on here. That it's it's got the right amount of creepiness. Yeah, and I think the creepy. <laughs> the the intricate storylines it's only gonna yeah. it's only gonna advance yeah it's, well I think the the best great. line I read about it so far um, is Westwood has made its intentions clear it wants to ask big questions about consciousness ethics the future of technology and what it means to be hum- human yeah. which I think kind of covers I mean it covers a lot of ground and really oh yeah the whole thing is like a giant ethical question yeah it's, right right it's wild and I, I mean, are we gonna are we gonna take to this like we did Boardwalk or Game of Thrones? Personally, or... I I won't take to it that much, but it's it's a good one, I think. Well, it depends on how violent it gets. I mean, I think the more <laughs> the more violent it gets, the the more what we're well, gonna buy. It's it's pretty violent I so know, far. It's, it's pretty severe. I mean, the second episode was pretty violent. Even the flashbacks were violent. Oh yeah. Well, Babe's character, the flashbacks of her character were violent. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, but, like and the, then when you think about it, you know, it's really all the androids that are getting killed. So, I mean, yeah, yeah it's violent, but then you have to remember that they're just going to be picked, coming back, right? Cleaned up and put in storage, and they're going to reincarnate them in six weeks, and they'll be in a different storyline. So, but still, doesn't really take away from the violence. But. Yeah. The interesting thing is that there's a whole other sort of string of of narrative going on with the programmers and the the story writers and the marketers and the creators of Westworld 
that's sort of eating up a lot of screen time, but not a lot is quite happening there. I mean, there's some Jeffrey Wright stuff, there's some uh, Anthony Hopkins stuff, but there's a lot of other... Yeah, those the, the one storyteller that it seems like a British guy. Yeah. And the 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 head of operations, that yeah. the woman that's always smoking. COO, not always, whatever she is, yeah. Yeah, COO, yeah. It seems like there's a lot of, like they're spinning their wheels a lot over there. Like a lot of stuff is going on, but nothing's really happening. But I, I assume it's all going to pay off at some point. But yeah, it's, Slowly. I think, I think, I think we're in on this this one uh, at least for now I think granted I would have said that after episode two of vinyl as well and I soured on that after about the fourth episode so I couldn't believe you wanted to do a retrospective on it no well I did just because I wanted to uh, state that I wasn't on board and Allison and I had had some good arguments about it because she was she wanted much more vinyl than I did I did, I did too. I did too. Yeah, Tim and I talked about it. So, right. You know, I did you see face. any of the episodes, Mike? I saw one. Oh, well, how generous. He he saw. No, the, I saw. Uh, no, I saw. I saw most of them. He saw the one with uh, uh, Andrew Dice Clay. No, no, oh, I saw. Of course, I saw. I saw all of them. The first but two, I, three. Yeah. No, no, I saw all of them, but I will say that. By about the fifth one, I was like watching, and doing I, I I was like so disinterested. I don't know why that show lost me because the concept was so perfect, and it just you yeah. know. So the the question that yeah. I asked for vinyl is it a question I'll ask here, and I don't. I had an answer then. I don't think I have an answer now yet. And the question was always. Why am I watching this? Who am I rooting for? You know, who am I? Who am I invested in? And in vinyl, I, I could never. I thought it was, um, Bobby Cannavale early on, but it, he was a despicable character, and I never liked him, and it, it didn't. It didn't become anything. In Westworld, it may be too early, and there may be too yeah. many, too much going on yet. But like, I don't know who I'm rooting for in that one yet either. No, I think it's way too early to tell. I, Gotta I be, do, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. I think by episode five, well, you know, you should know. Yeah, but at this, but at this point, it's way too early in the game. Yeah, there's, there's still, I mean, they're still introducing characters. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, three new, three at least three new characters in the second episode that are probably going to be on, you know, for the rest of the at least the first season. Yeah. <clears throat> is it? Is it? Is it going to be um, James Marsden? You know, is he going to continue to come back? Yes. I, I, think, know. I think. I mean, I think, I think at, on some level, he and Dolores are going to be who we're rooting for eventually. Yeah, because I think that He's got to be, right? I mean, their story, their, you know, their android storyline is to always fall in love and to, you know, try to find love. Yeah. And it never happens because he always gets killed. But I think that that will be something that they're going to, you know, at least try to pursue. Because um, they've, you know, they've done it in the first two episodes. So I think that that's going to continue. I, I Maybe I, that's I, the running joke. Like, he, he's always, like, you're kind of rooting for him to finally get with her and and not be 
distracted by some other whatever is going on in Westworld, some but he always gets killed. Like, no matter yeah. what happens, he's always dead at the end. Well, he didn't die in 30 Rock. <laughs> 30 Rock. <died. laughs> uh, he, got, he got the girl in 30 Rock. I know. <clears throat> but I digress. All right. Well, so bottom line is, uh, as of now, through two episodes, we give it a thumbs up. I think all around. And uh, this should be something that will keep us entertained at least uh, through this season. And hopefully this will become uh, one to watch for the next uh, couple of years. Five, potentially. Let's hope. Yeah. I know. Thumbs we need up. some. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> all right. Uh, good time. Good. All right. That's boys. all I got. Mike, you got to catch up and stay involved. I'll be ready. Damn it. All right. Third right, episode on Sunday. Thanks. Keep it real, gents. Bye. Good night. Please follow us on Twitter at Irish Pubcast. There's a county map to go with the wall, a hurl, a stick in the shinty bowl, the brick, the brack, the crack, and all. Let's call it an Irish pub. Caffrey's hard, go getting a pub, the Guinness pub, and the cabbage crap. The guy don't want to be paddy trapped. We'll call it an Irish pub. To slant upon the holy book, the only crack you'll get is a slap in the air. Well, I'll be fucked, I'll often burst your filthy mug. If you draw one more shot, I'll give me beer. Draw one more shot, I can't be free.